0: to our Sunday service we want to thank God uh, today, I want to welcome faces here that I had not seen ever since last lockdown, I had missed you guys, yo I had not seen ever since last lockdown, yo welcome I will not mention you by name but know that we love you we embrace you Welcome to church. Hallelujah. I'm speaking this morning on the fifth characteristic of leadership, and I'm ending today. In the next coming weeks, um, we have got our powerful preachers, speakers who will be ministering to us in the coming weeks. I believe that we will be blessed still. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. The entrance of your word brings light and understanding. Your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Thank you, Spirit of God, for your grace and your goodness. In
1: Jesus' name, amen. I'm talking today on leadership, the ability to live and walk by faith. The ability to live and walk by faith.
0: In trying times like this, beloveds, I believe that one of the things that will sustain us is um, walking by faith, living by faith the Bible tells us that the righteous shall live by faith the righteous shall live by faith I always say with young people that um, even marriage is by faith you hear young people saying "Ah, I'm afraid to get married I'm afraid that in case he's not the one or oh, in case she's not the one, we marry by faith. Manzoyere, auntie snow, we marry by faith. We don't know these people, they are not our relatives. We just marry by faith, believing God could do snow eat her. Amen. Otherwise, if you don't exercise faith, you stay as insumbelume. Lume. In Sumbelume is in the I don't know in Shona what you call a single. Eh? Huh? Not just a single, but big single.
1: That yes. is not good.
0: In the village, it sounds nice. So, if you don't have faith, you will not marry. <laughs> you stay single. Are we hearing each other? We walk by faith. We do everything we do by faith. So you, you cannot be afraid. Good. Ah, I can't marry because what if he's not the one or she's not the one? She'll be beating me up or he will be beating me up. We just marry by faith. And believe God that if I just put a ring on her hand, we'll live together happily ever after. Otherwise, you'll be single forever for the rest of your life. And I want to encourage young men here who are not married. It's just good to get married. Ah ma'am, eh hey, corona, where we like get the money. We marry by faith. You just go carrying an unreducer, then say, No, I want money when you are. But they will accept it. They will take and say we are building relationship here. <laughs> Amen, Minister Pascal. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Me, I, I, I no longer want to pastor single people in my church. No, no, no. Mm-mm. a reverent mom with the single people no as we don't wait, I want marriages this year weddings as many as possible hallelujah
1: Romans
0: ten seventeen. 17 are you hearing what I'm
1: saying my friend weddings this year hmm huh? Romans 10 17, so faith comes from hearing
0: what is told, and what is heard comes by the preaching of the message concerning Christ. Hebrews 11, verse 1 says, Now faith is the assurance, title deed, confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed. You know what? Um, if you have a house of your own, the thing that shows that it's yours is a title deed. Those who are into real estate. If I, I walk in, uh, in a sebab and just point to a house and say, this is my house, you, you ask me and say, where is your title? Where is the title, it, ma'am? And it, Actually, this reminds me, uh, we bought a house some years ago and suddenly I want to title it. <laughs> ah, so, faith is the substance of things that we hope for. The evidence. The Bible says here that it's a title deed. Now faith is assurance, title deed. It's a title deed. You are holding you are holding it for something that you hope for, that you do not see. That is faith. Faith is the substance of things that we hope for, so that's still who but we hope for. And the Bible says that having faith pleases God. If you do not have faith, you will not please God. And do not attain those things that you believe God for faith. It's a currency that's used in heaven. It's a heavenly currency. And without faith, we cannot please God, beloved. Without faith, we cannot even obtain the promises that God has spoken into our lives. We stay year in, ye out. Titi ye in, year out, not uh, possessing that which God has promised us. I want to say to us this morning in a trying time like this in trying times it is faith that moves you and I from point A to point B. It is faith that moves you from a struggling business to a thriving business. It is faith that moves you from a struggling marriage to a good marriage. Somebody once asked me and said ha are they happy marriages mama? I I said yes I said yes I said yes Faith, the substance of what you hope for, the evidence of things that you do not see. What causes a pregnant woman to buy preparation?
1: That's a high level of faith. Do you know? That's a high level of faith. <laughs> it's faith.
0: I've never had a woman, I know not have a preparation, but they prepare before. That is a high level of faith. The evidence of things that we hope for, that is faith. Mark eleven twenty two says, Jesus says, have faith in God constantly. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart in God's unlimited power but believes that what he says is going to take place, it will be done for him in accordance with God's will I believe that many a times we do not get the things that we want because of doubt, many of us we doubt God, many of us we can confess with our mouth but deep down in our heart we doubt we doubt and doubt is usually seen in what we say in the things that we do. Somebody say amen. amen. Second Corinthians 5, For we walk by faith, not by sight, living our lives in a manner consistent with our confident belief in God's promises. We walk by faith, not by sight. Not by sight living our lives in a manner consistent with our confident belief in God's promises. I say that a leader is one who depends on God, one who knows that they cannot do without God. In this life, dear believers, we must please God, and what pleases God is an attitude of faith believe in God, could you know what? I believe I will obtain that which God has said. Believe in God, could you know what? I believe that I will I will go higher in my ministry. Believe in God. I believe that many of us seated here, when we got born again, I don't know for, for, for some of you, but when I got born again, where the school I used to go to, we were so crazy. We were so passionate for God. We were so, I mean, I could see myself ministering before multitudes. I, I was at a Methodist. school I was so, you know, I was so passionate and I, was, I, and I always believed. When I, was, when I got born again, I was in form one. I always told myself, I'll get married to a pastor. I'll be a pastor's wife. So whether what or what, I just believed that it will happen. Many of us, we don't obtain, we don't obtain that which God has promised because we are full of doubt. And doubt is seen in what we say. I said in the first service that in church, we are all saints. In church, we speak so well. In church, we pronounce good. In church, we talk so nice. We talk so good. We talk so positive. But your real self is when you are outside. Your real self is what you talk when you are outside, the church confines. Your real self is when you are in your private, in your home. (laughs) Faith, the substance of things we hope for and many of us even in prayer we pray and ask God and petition God, the moment we step out of the prayer closet, we start saying (laughs) that's what many of us do what we say, what we do, shows that we are not men and women of faith. What is faith? Hebrews 11, one gives us the definition of faith. The assurance, the title did confirmation of things that we hope for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of, of things that we do not see. The conviction of their reality, faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by physical senses. It's not about how you feel. Faith is not about how you feel. I said in the first service when I talked about building that, you know what? It does not really make sense for us to be building now. Some people would think that our economy has gone down, uh, the salaries have been cut, some people have lost their jobs, business is not doing well, but we are building as an apostolic house. I actually told the first service, I was just encouraging the saints to say, you know what, partner with what God is doing in this house, partner with your, your one dollar, partner with your five dollars. I say to them. That us as a hub here, we have got a wall that we have, the Fazak wall, the wall that, that faces Jekas. When you get to the building, it's the entrance wall that you face. It, 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 it's our hub that contributed to that wall, to the building of that wall. It was 12.5 or it was 12,000. And we paid that money last year. Then I also said to them that um, uh, when we ended the year last year, our dead bishop asked us as a hub to raise 50,000 as a hub, 50,000 by end of March, and I, I told them that by now, as of today, we've paid 17.6, I think that's the figure, for our hub. This 50,000 excludes the 2.3 that we pay every month, and every month our target is 2,300. We are fully paid up to February. March, we are left with 600, which we should be remitting this coming Tuesday. What is that? In an economy like
1: this, what can you say? What can you say? What can you say? Faith, the substance of things
0: that we hope for. The evidence of of things that we do not see with our our eyes. So I was encouraging the saints to say, you know what? Bring your dollar to the building. And I want to say the same to you here as a service. I'm sure your pastor spoke to you to say, you know what? Partner with what God is doing. You must be happy when your pastor is forcing you to give to God's house. When your pastor is challenging you to give because it is for your good. It is for your generations. You are not doing it for the pastor. You are not doing it for the bishop. We are building God a house. And whatever you do in God's house, you must know that you do it for God and not for men. Are we hearing each other? So, faith then is the substance of things that we hope for. Our dirty bishop declared. Yesterday, he sent a message. He was saying we believe that by acas we should be done with the building work, the structural work. That is Faith. And many a times, even me, I have promised the bishop to say, Bishop, we are bringing the money, we are bringing so much this week. This see not really zero, zero. And I've seen God come through. I've seen God just come through for us in an amazing way. So faith is the substance of things that we hope for, the evidence of things that we do not see. Now, how does faith come? Faith is activated by obedience, number one. How is faith activated by obedience? Hebrews eleven eight says that by faith, Abraham, when he was called by God, obeyed by going to a place which was to, he was to receive as an inheritance, and he went not knowing where he was going. Dear beloveds, we know that uh, Abraham was a man of faith, and faith to him came through obedience. He obeyed. God speaks to him when he's at the air of the Chaldeans. And he says, Abraham, I want you to go to a land that I will show unto you. That land to be an inheritance to you. And Abraham obeyed God. He believed God that Zavataura Marie is going to do for me. And I want to say to you that faith comes by obedience. May I say to you and I this morning that as you sit here, I believe many of us, God speaks to us. God instructs us. God is always speaking to us concerning a whole lot of things. And the, 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 the issue is your obedience. That's what activates faith in a believer's life. How many times have you obeyed? I said it in the first service, many people when God speaks to us, we are quick to ask for, from a friend. Which, ah, you know what? I, 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 I don't know. Do you think this is God speaking to me? Hey, what, what? You know what? As long as you are a praying person, a person who reads the word of God, a person who is committed to God, God will always instruct you. God is always speaking. Obedience exhibits faith in a believer's life. Romans 4.18 says that in hope against hope, Abraham believed that he would become a father of many nations as he had been promised by God, so numberless shall your descendants be. That's what God said to him. So that, that scripture actually shows us that Abraham, he obeyed God. Obedience to God. When God asked him to give Isaac as a sacrifice, he, he, he obeys God. He believes that the word that God has spoken to me could help be a father of many nations. That is Rita. Even if he's asking me to sacrifice Isaac, may I say to you and I today that there are many things that God can assign you. There are many things that God can instruct you to do as an individual. Obedience will activate faith in your life. Number two, how do we activate faith? By hearing. By hearing. Romans 10, 17 says that so faith comes by hearing what is told and what is heard comes from the preaching of the message concerning Christ. I said in the first service that you know what? What you hear will build faith in you. What you hear, what you listen to will build faith. And I want to say to you as believers, as children of God, that it's important to hear the word of God. The word of God builds faith in us. The word of God activates faith in us. We must be men and women who love the word of God. I mean, you, you must be a person who, who's always longing to hear the word of God. To hear the word of God. When you hear the word, your faith is activated. I always phone senior reverend, Dr. Sarah. You know, when you were preaching, I was feeling, I don't know. The word was so sweet in my mouth. I don't know. I have this longing. I have this love for the word of God. And I've noticed that many a times when I listen to the word... When I listen to the word, myself, I love music a lot. And uh, some, uh, some years ago, I to listen to music in my car. Whenever I'll be driving my kids to school, coming from there, or when I drive from home, going away, I'll be listening to music. But it has been a year or two. Every time I get into my car, I listen to
1: the word. And when I listen to the word, my faith is activated. What is it that you listen to? What is it that you listen to? The audios that we send, the audios of the word of God that our bishop preaches, or our mom, or your
0: pastors here, do you take time to listen? Or you just say, Has the church is not better, data? Hey, hazons, the church is not better, data. But if it's TikTok, your data finishes. Hey, I'm preaching good. When it's a your data finishes. But when we send audios to say, listen to the word of God, it will activate your faith. But you are in my groups, TikTok, my groups, you are in my groups, you are in my groups, you are in my data be a man a woman who listens to the word of god it will activate faith in you are we hearing each other we must be believers you know what i can't wait for sunday i want to hear the word of god it will activate your faith somebody say amen Amen. do you know when attacks come into your life the devil is not moved by your peruvian hair my dear sister He's not moved by a stiletto. He's not moved by a makeup. He's not moved by an outfit. The word of God is what chases him away from your life. Somebody say amen. <laughs> mm, I'm preaching well, I can tell. Yeah. I'm dialing someone's number here. We must listen. You must, have, you must have podcasts of the word of God. How many of us have got podcasts of our bishop here? Oh, I'm talking something that you don't know how many have got
1: podcasts for our bishop here bishop has a podcast he has a podcast for me it's easy for me to listen to him on podcast
0: because it's just download one minute then I listen you see we must be people who are always yearning to hear the word so that our faith is activated there is a message that Bishop preached some years ago on spiritual warfare that message you listen to it if you listen to that message he preached on spiritual warfare the word of God activates faith in your life sample, to say amen what are the things that you hear what are the things that you listen to Second Chronicles 2020, it says that believe and trust in the Lord your God and to be established. Believe and trust in his prophets and to succeed. Many of us here, you know, um, uh, the senior reverend was ministering to a certain uh, couple some, some weeks ago. And when he ministered to them, blah, 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 after that, they, they went and they went somewhere and they were given some concoctions, what, what, what. And they came back again and said, no, those things are troubling us. And friends were saying, but why did you go there? Believe your pastors. When your pastors preach the word, believe the word of God. I always tell you about a member of our first service. When I visited them at their home, I was told by the neighbors that, oh, your church member here goes to Madzimai to hear.
1: <clears> hmm. <throat> Believe your pastors. Believe your bishop. Be number one fan of our bishop. Hey, be a fan of your bishop. Be a fan of your pastors. I hear it.
0: Be a fan of your reverend. When I preach the word here, show that you are enjoying the word. When the word is being preached in church, you must show You know what? Your ears are itching to hear the word of God. Many of us, our ears itch to hear the latest gossip by H Metro. Ah, we newspaper, H Metro.
1: To hear the news from Nahu,
0: <laughs> to hear the news from news, from Ai Harare, I know those papers because I, I, I read through. But our ears as believers must each to hear the word of God.
1: Not to hear what you want to hear your ears, each to hear. The word of God will activate faith in your life. Number three, faith is activated by speaking. Speaking.
0: Jesus says in in Mark 11, 23, be lifted up and thrown into the sea. Whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart in God's unlimited power, but believes that what he says is going to take place, it will be done for him. Faith is activated by speaking. The things that you speak will activate faith or deactivate faith in your life. And I want to say to us as believers, we, we, we do good when we speak life. Death and life lies in the power of the tongue and those that love it shall eat of it. Many of us, we speak death. When it comes to our marriages, Ah, we speak death. This marriage does not work. When it's our businesses, I am faulting. Even when it's our health, we are. We, we, it's easy for us to say, "Hey, i BP yang, sugar sugaring." Is it? What are you speaking concerning your health? Many of us, what comes out of our mouth? My daughter was telling me that someone was rebuking their children and mistakenly posted in one of our church groups. What, even if you are rebuking, what comes out of your mouth? Many of us, we are so negative about everything. Nothing works for us. Nothing will ever work for us. Everything is is death. We have no hope for tomorrow. Even young men, young ladies, they tell themselves, I know as long as God, we sit and don't speak. Faith is activated by speaking. Speaking, rising up as a young lady who is single, saying, you know what? I know my wedding is coming. I know my boss is coming. Faith, inoita kupenga. That's why even young ladies, we speak to young ladies who are single, who are not married, they already have the colors for their wedding. I tell you. They know what they want a new color for their wedding. As a brother, that is faith. Kupenga. <laughs> That's why I once gave an example to say, that's why they put they, they faith that they will drive cars. They drive Zutina. That is faith. They believe we own a car one of these days. But some of us, we sit back and relax. I said in the first service that, do you know that in the, in, in the world, they use a lot of things to get things they want in life. They use choo. They use juju. That's why you hear written in the paper that someone has killed a person because they want the heart of a person and what because they want to get rich. What is our currency as believers? It is faith. To get things that we, we have been promised by God, it is faith. Because the Bible says in 1 Peter that his divine power has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. But why is it that we struggle year in and year out? We don't have year in and year out our currents we are not using. We are not speaking. We are seated. If he's speaking, we are speaking negative. (laughs) If he's speaking, we are speaking negative. We are speaking death all around us. We don't believe. Because of unbelief we are told in Mark chapter 6 that in his hometown Jesus Christ did not perform any miracle because of their unbelief and many of us were full of doubts. Doubts. Even if you know I once said and said many of us we don't minister the gospel because we don't even believe what we are doing is right. We don't even believe we are right. Some of us we don't even believe that there is heaven. We don't. We don't. We think we are just wiling up time coming to church. Faith, the substance of things that we hope for, the evidence of things that we do not see. What are the things that you are hoping for as a young lady? What are the things that you are hoping for as a young man? What are the things that you hope for as a couple? As a couple. You must speak it. You must rise up and speak what you believe God for in your life. And say, you know what? I know my house is coming. I know in my ministry, I'll preach before a thousand people. I'll preach before a stadium. I I know my job is coming. You might not be working now, but if you are a man, a woman of faith, you speak what you want to see. The evidence of things that we do not see. Jesus says, whoever says to this mountain be lifted up and be thrown into the sea it will be done as he has said what is it that you are saying what is it that you are talking in your life what are the things that come out of your mouth I said to my first service that you know at church we speak so well we, we can kiss each other greet each other so well but when it's outside how do you speak at work there how do they know you do they know you as a person who is positive or they know you as someone who pulls down everything? How do your children know you as a mother? I'm That's how some of us speak. When we are married, if you, if you, you, you address your spouse as her, <laughs> I don't know what zengi
1: is in Shona. Rata. Yes. Addressing a spouse is saying, you, you will reap a zenge. <laughs> mm. Mm. Those who love it will eat the fruit. Mercy! Those who love it will eat the fruit. Faith comes by speaking. As a young lady, don't just sit there and say, Brothers will come.
0: Speak! Speak! Speak speak it into your life. You know what? Uh, my wedding, I think, in a year's time. Don't get angry. No. You must be happy for the pastor who asks you actually. Say, good pastor. <laughs> Don't get angry. Ah, they are forcing us to marry. Yeah? You must be happy. And say, no, pastor, very soon. Very soon, elder, very soon. Don't worry. I'm sorting out. Don't get angry.
1: Hmm. What you speak is very important. What can faith do, as I conclude? Hebrews 11, verse 32.
0: Ah, I mean, I love the word of what guys says, Word of God is amazing. It will take you from this level to another. It will take you from nothing to something. Hey, the Word of God. Woo! I love the Word of God. Hebrews 11, okay, great. And what more shall I say? The writer of the Hebrews was talking about the men and women of faith. When you read the whole chapter of Hebrews eleven, it's about faith. So he was saying, "And what more shall I say? For time faileth me <laughs> if I tell of Gideon, of Barak, of Samson, of Jephthah, of David and Samuel and the prophets." He says that time fails
1: me. <laughs> what did they do? From verse thirty-three. Who through faith subdued kingdoms?
0: Faith subdues kingdoms. We see that for David, he subdued kingdoms. In his time as a king, he killed and destroyed the Philistines. We see this in 2 Samuel 5, 19 to 21. When he inquires from the Lord, could should I go and pursue the Philistines? God says, go. And God gives the Philistines into his hand. And he, that's where we get um, where he destroyed them or he, 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 he became victorious over them. He calls that place Balper the Lord has broken forth for me. Faith will cause you to subdue kingdoms. Somebody say amen. We also see that for, for, for King Jehoshaphat in the word of God in First Kings. We also see that for King Jehoshaphat that when the, when the enemies of the, of the Lord um, came attacking them, He inquires again from the Lord that should I go against our enemies, and the Lord says, "Yes, I'll give them. I I, I will give them." I will give them over to you. You will, you will overcome. You will win. And we see that, beloveds, that King Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles twenty twenty two that when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushes against the sons of Ammon, Moab, and f- f- those from Mount Seir who had come against Judah. So they were struck down in defeat. So the kingdoms of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir were subdued before King Jehoshaphat. May I say to you that today there is faith that is evident and enough for you to subdue kingdoms to subdue the enemies of god and may i say that you know what in a trying time like this there are enemies of the kingdom of god there are enemies of the preaching of the gospel it is faith that will use you that will work through you and i to subdue kingdoms somebody say amen Amen. number two what would faith do faith worked righteousness we see that in in, in, in in Hebrews 11, verse 33 says that it wept righteousness. James, speaking of Elijah, says that Elijah was a righteous man who fought the enemies of God to bring order, destroying 400 prophets of power. We see, dear beloved, that faith wept righteousness. It is faith that will cause you and I to rise up in a trying time like this, in a trying season like this, to say, you know what, we need righteousness in this nation. We need righteousness in our Communities. You know, I was seeing a certain uh, veto or a veto uh, of a young man who was explaining that many of our young people have been destroyed by kachasu or bronco. It will take faith for you and I to say, you know what, we want our young people, we need righteousness in our communities, righteousness in our cities, and to take a man and a woman of faith. You we'll also sing that for King Josiah, he worked righteousness when we read in 2 Kings 22, that he wiped all the pagan cards that had formed within his land. He was, he was working righteousness. May I say to you and I this morning, that faith Will work righteousness in our city, will work righteousness in our families. You must be known in your family, elder, nonsense. When you come into your family, they must straight away say, you know what, we can't do this, days, elder, we can't do this, days pastor. But we were in your family. When you come into your family, why? Your faith must work righteousness in your life, must work righteousness in your family. They must be afraid to mention some things in your presence. They must, not, they must be afraid in your presence. Your faith working righteousness. Somebody say amen and amen. We also see the other prophets that really worked righteousness through faith. Number three, faith obtained promises. We read in Joshua, when Caleb, we remember Caleb. Caleb and Joshua are the only two who came out of Egypt who made it to the promised land. And God gives a promise to Caleb when he, he spoke to his servant Moses and said that wherever your foot shall step on, we shall possess that land. And we see Caleb coming to Joshua in Joshua chapter 14. He comes to Joshua and says, Joshua, you were there when God spoke to his servant Moses that you know what, wherever your feet shall step on, you shall possess that land. And we, he comes when in, he says that I was 40 years old then when God spoke. Nancy, I'm 85 years old. I'm still strong to take on Hebron. Faith will cause you to obtain promises, dear beloveds. I'm sure that there are so many promises that we find in the Word of God promises of good health, promises of wealth, promises of taking nations to the Lord, promises of getting the treasures of darkness, promises of moving in, 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 in prosperity. of of big and mega churches. It is faith that will cause us to obtain those promises. I believe seated here before me are men and women. You wrote down those things. It is faith that will cause you to obtain those promises. I see you rising up in this season, obtaining the promises that God has said in your life concerning your marriage, concerning your business, concerning your relationships, promises of God concerning your health. You might be strong. Today, but it is faith that will cause you to obtain those promises. Somebody say, Amen. We see Gideon in Judges chapter 7, when God appears to him, he promises him that, you know what, I will use you to annihilate the Midianites in the midst of my people. And we see God fulfilling that promise. What brings promises to pass is your faith in God. Somebody say, Amen. God might have spoken some things in your life some years ago, and today you might be in a trying time, as we say. Today, the the the, the, the effects of the COVID pandemic might be affecting you. The effects of the COVID pandemic, you might be feeling them. But I want to believe that, dear beloved, it is faith that will cause you to obtain that which God has spoken into your life. You are not hearing me. I'm preaching well this morning. Somebody say amen. amen. Faith will cause you to obtain your promises. We also see Barak. God promises him through Deborah the prophetess that Sisera would be destroyed before him and we see that that promise is fulfilled however because of doubt in Barak's life we see that the promise was fulfilled through a woman. Somebody say amen but I want to say to you and I that today you know what there are promises that God has given us in his word. There are promises concerning divine health. When I'm not feeling well I always go back to say but Lord what does the Say, I believe that I will be well. Get away. You must use your faith to say, You know what? I'm sick today, but I'm moving out of this sickness. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Use your faith to say, You know what? God promised us that we shall dwell in houses that we did not build. We shall, Hey, you. you you, you. Today, you might be renting, but tell yourself, could you know what? Lord, there is a promise in your word that I'm walking in it that you know what? I will dwell in a house that I did not build. How? Don't ask me. I don't know. Oh, it is the word of God that promises us that. Somebody say, Amen. Ooh, hallelujah. Some, some of you have been promised that you will be big businessmen. You might not be seeing it today. But the promise has been made, and it is faith that to cause you to obtain your promises. Somebody say amen. Woo, I see you obtaining your promises. I see you walking in victory. I see you rising up in these trying times, saying, Lord, there's something that you spoke in your word, and I stand by what your word says. Somebody say amen. amen. Woo, hallelujah. You know, during the week, I shared this in the first service, that I got messages from two different people. One of them says that the pastor, a relative of mine said they dreamt APCT about me. I'm worried what does it mean. I said, let dreams be dreams. You are an overcomer. You are an overcomer. Somebody to take. Uri of dreams. Uri kuchika ne shiriza. Uri But I want to say to you, it is fair that will cause you to obtain the promises. Hallelujah. Yes, pastor, I'm 40 years old. It is the Faith that will cause you to obtain the promises in your life. Somebody say, Amen. Hallelujah. Mm, I'm preaching well. Hallelujah. What can faith do? It stopped the mouth of lions. Yeah. We see Daniel. I'm enjoying the word. Ah, yeah. Ooh, Daniel thrown into the Ten of lions. My God, <laughs> I faith <laughs> I think those lions are Menoccrituti. What closed their mouths? Why could they not open their mouths? Today they might, the enemy might be roaring around your marriage. Roaring around your career. Roaring kubasa. I was talking to someone about two weeks ago saying, "Ah, oh, mom, there's some, some, some talking, talking kubasa. Maybe I'm not going to No, 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 no. Nothing will happen to you. Faith will cause you to close the mouth of lions. I don't care what how big the lion is. Daniel, ask Daniel in the den of lions. What happened? Why could the lions not open their mouths at him? Today I want to prophesy that you might be here. There are darts and arrows that the enemy is throwing at your marriage. Darts arrows that the enemy is throwing at your career. He will never win. He will not overcome you because you are an overcomer. Faith will cause you to close the mouth of lions. Somebody say amen. Amen. Some of us were afraid of being cursed. We are afraid of being cursed. I was cursed. I was cursed. No lion will open its mouth at at you. No lion will open its mouth at you. Benaya. David in the wilderness, (laughs) the Bible says when you read in 1 Samuel that David when he comes against Goliath, he says, you know what, my friend, I'm not afraid of you. In the wilderness, while I was rearing my sheep, I would get out of a lion and take it. I see you rising up in this season. <laughs> your faith will cause the mouth of lions to be closed. Whatever, whatever is threatening your life, whatever is th- whatever sickness is threatening you in your health, whatever is threatening your marriage, and your faith will cause the mouth of lions to be closed. Benaya, There is a poem about Benaya. He was one of death's mighty men. It says that Benaya killed a lion in a, in a pit on a snowy day. Benaya caused the mouth of lions to close. What are the lions around your business? Shumba zakaita business said, marriage marriage till death do us part." Amen. Hmm. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah! Amen. Hallelujah! Amen. Faith. Number five. Can we go to the next slide Quenched the violence of fire. Today, somebody might be saying, "Pastor." Diri mumoto mam, diri mumoto relationship and disku nzaku brother varukuti chi, and disku nzaku ti sister varukuti wangu kana kuti varukuti bomira. Some people saying, Pastor, diri mumoto business angu aiskuita mushi. Pastor, ndiri mumoto marriage yangu baba and disku bantu nzaku ti se. Faith quenched the violence of fire, Ask Shadrach, Mishek and Abedniko. Number six, hmm. I feel somebody is being delivered
1: today. Faith escaped the edge of the
0: sword. Oh. oh, Spirit of God, we thank you today. We bless you today. I want to speak to somebody before I proceed. Hopeless. You feel, you know what? You are hopeless in your life. When you look at where you are coming from, when you look at where you are going, you feel, you know what, your life is just like that. It's like on a, on, a, on a flat surface. There's no rising, there's no whatever in your life. May I say this word to you? That God is faithful. God is faithful. I feel this for someone here, I don't know who you are. You feel like you are hopeless about tomorrow. Tomorrow. You are hopeless. You you, you are hopeless. When you look at your life, where you are coming from, I'm seeing in the spirit like a flat surface, and that's how you see your life. That's how you see your life. May God lift you from that place. May the spirit of God elevate you. May the spirit of God lift you from that place. I see you rising up even in a difficult time like this. I see you rising up in a challenging time like this. I see you rising up in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Escaped, caused them to escape the edge of the sword. David escaped the sword of Goliath and the sword of Saul. <laughs> you know, faith caused David to defeat Goliath. I'm sure for some days this man was coming and yelling at the armies of the lord then david says who is this uncircumcised philistine a young boy short boy confronting a big goliath faith caused him to escape the sort of goliath it caused him to escape the sort of soul Saul continuously wanted david dead Despite that Saul and Jonathan, David's son, were close associates like this, they were close-knit friends like this, we see that God caused David to escape the sword of, 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 of Saul. We also see that Moses escaped the sword of Pharaoh. Oh, we know what Pharaoh would do to Moses and say, ah, you want to go with the children of Israel? Just go there as far as there, then come back. Or just go and leave your children. And just go and leave. And the day when they left Egypt... Pharaoh does not relent. He continues to pursue. And when they get to the Red Sea, when God has caused them to cross over, my friend, you see these Egyptians, you will not see them no more. And I want to say to somebody that you know what? May faith that has been activated in you cause you to escape the sword of your enemies. Cause you to escape the sword of those that are pursuing your life. The sword of those that are pursuing your career. Maria, the sword of those that are pursuing your marriage. Elijah escaped the sword of Jezebel. I don't know, I don't care whether it's a Jezebel who is fighting your marriage, fighting your relationship, fighting your, your, your business. It's a Jezebel. I don't care, but your faith that has been activated in you will cause you to escape somebody. Say amen. As I conclude, we see also in the word of God when we read there made them strong in their weaknesses. Dear beloveds, we all know about Sarah, that the word of God
1: tells us that Sarah's womb was dead. Woo. At 99 years of age, dead. <laughs> she was made strong. She conceived. My brother, my
0: sister, you might be 30, 35, 40, 53, but faith will cause you to be strong. Faith will cause you to be seen. Faith will cause you to be attractive. When brothers look at you, they'll say, My God, at 40, hey, made strong in their weaknesses. Abraham, at 100 years, <laughs> Ah, faith will make you strong in your weakness. Esther was made strong to approach King Hasras. When Haman was threatening to annihilate all the Jews, Esther, Queen Esther rises up and says, King, can I speak? Can I say something? I believe that faith that has been activated in you will cause you to rise up in this trying time and say, can I speak something? concerning my marriage concerning my business can I say something concerning my relationships can I say something concerning my career I've been failing form 4 for the past 10 years can I say something that is Esther and say king can I say something somebody is rising up today and saying Lord can I say something I want you to rise up this morning as I conclude faith Caused women to receive their dead raised to life again. We see the widow of Zarephath Aivun Zakuti Zwaita Seiko. Zwaita Seiko a dead son raised to life. The Shunamite woman in Second Kings 4, after a headache, the Bible tells us that the son died. When she was asked, hey, "It is really right. It is well. That is a faith." Today, as you face up with your challenges, as you go through the trying times, which wounds are where where you know that you are a man, you are a woman of faith. Really right. How is your marriage? Really right. How are your relationships? How is your business? It's doing well. That's what this woman did. Faith. Caused it to receive a dead son to life again. What are the things that are dead in your life? Eh, is it your passion for the Lord? Do you know when I preach so, Mom, Elta, So, the fire I'm feeling in me is like I would jump on the bottom hour. I'm feeling on fire. <laughs> Maybe something is dead. May faith activate your passion for divine things. In your life, what is dead in your life? What is dead in your life? You're pursuing what is dead in your life? I was talking to a young lady a week ago. She says to me, Mom, I had given up Nyaye marriage. I had given up nyaye marriage. I told myself. This lady has a baby, a a, a, a child, a a girl of 13, 14, I think. Says, Mom, you know what? I'd given up. I'd given up. I told myself, I'm 14, and I'm turning 40. And you know what? I thank God. She invited me for her 40th on Zoom from 2 p.m. up to 5 p.m. And on the day on Zoom, Mom Elder. A guy proposed on Zoom. Hey, I cried. You know, I was I was behaving like a reverend fella with my makeup on Zoom, sis Mendi. But that day I cried. Mom, I said, God, you're amazing. Munosami. I could not late time munamari you might be feeling good you know what time and this year, some of us some of us some of So young ladies you can still be married at 45 years you can, yes you can and I told I was so touched I, you know I, I, I wrote on the chat and said on zoom eh? proposed on zoom And she said, yes. What is it that is dead? Guys, I'm talking the word of God. I'm talking faith. It's like upenga. Your family might have written you off. Ah, amen. Your friends might have written you off and say, ah, abana. Your relatives might have written you off and now you are like begging but may I tell you something that dream might look like it's dead but faith they receive their dead sons to life because of faith that that you want to work for, that you have been desiring, I want to work for United Nations, Children's, whatever, whatever. I want to work for UNICEF. I want to work for UNTP, whatever is coming tonight. Through faith, the substance of things that we hope for, the of things that you do not see. I I release weddings here. I release cars here. I release good wives here. I release good husbands here. I release thriving businesses here. In the mighty name of Jesus. Do you young people young people i'm so passionate about young people do you know that when you you bring your boyfriend or your girlfriend to your parents kundirora mufaro they might never even show it to you. But Mufaro Bring your boy to your parents. Bring your girl to your parents. It's happening for you. Hallelujah. I want all single men and single ladies to come here. There is an anointing. Ah, an anointing for you to marry. They received their dead sons to life. What is it? A young lady sent me a message during the weekend, say, Mom, actually I prayed for her about two weeks ago. Say, Mom, the doctor said I should go through ABCD. And I said, just go, just go for that test the test came out and she told me something not so good but this is what I said to her elder I said you know what these are the results you have to believe God these are the results you have to believe God I said that ma I said that not. you know what if this can say this you have to believe God there's nothing I can tell you as a pastor believe the Word of God what is it that is dead in your life May that be awakened in your life, elders. No more, please come. Let's pray for this, <sighs> Pastors. Please let's come and pray for this. Our children. In Soso, we have funds to no fara and we want kuti kana muchi your nakita enjoy your marriages. We want to da, kuti muchi We want that. We want that. I want that, because a church can be as strong as its couples. Lord, we release an anointing. Let's just stretch our hands to them. Father, we thank you for this, our young adults. We pray for a grace upon their lives. We Pray, Heavenly Father, that they may be found, that they may find in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we want to release that anointing upon them, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, those with the history from their families, Lord, we draw a line to that in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come against all the spirits that hinder them, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. We draw a line for our young men. We pray for finances. We release them in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. We are not moved by their ages. We are not moved by their years. But we are moved by the promises in the word of God. I release finances to you, young men. I release finances to you, young ladies. In the mighty name of Jesus. Maraba in the mighty name of Jesus we draw a line today if there are spirits, familiar spirits that have been fighting you for those who are in relationships, may your relationships be meaningful in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we release weddings to these our children. Father, we release happiness, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Even Bakawani we pray that they may enjoy their courtship and eventually enjoy their marriages in the mighty name of Jesus. My God, I silence every voice that says, Time your father. Time your father. I silence that voice in their ears, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And I release a voice of faith uh, that says it's possible. Uh, At 40 is possible. At 38 is possible. Uh, At 36 is possible. We thank you for this, our children, Father. We thank you for this, our young adults. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, we bless you, God bless you, my dears. May God do it for you in this season, but continue to speak it. Unaita punge unopenga, continue to speak it. When your relatives ask you, tell them kutindiru kuchata, swirukuita, tiruku kaciris. When your aunt vachikufunda, tell them kutiswirukuita, tiruku chata, tiruku chata. May god bless you, hallelujah. Hallelujah, thank you, Mom Elder. Guys, all the best in your lives. <clears throat> For those who get married, I I, I I do a Zoom counseling session with a certain, uh, it's not a couple, they are young, a young lady and a young man who are in a love relationship. I, I say to them, you will not get into a marriage, because I a premarital. COVID is not an excuse. So I do premarital over Zoom. The girl at her house, the guy at his place, and I'm there doing a Zoom uh, premarital counseling. It's important to prepare for your marriages. God bless you. Hallelujah.